All right, welcome everybody to our first call of the year. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it back in time to be able to be in front of my computer, but I, alas, got a flight home, home safely back in Michigan, and I'm with my uh, two awesome host co-hosts for tonight, Jason Diebold out there in warm California, you lucky dog. Snow, what snow? Yeah, no snow, and we got Lindsay Weiss who is sharing the uh, the burden of all the snow with me in cozy Chicago, right? That's right. <laughs> yep, but it is us, and we are here, and you guys are ready for a new, brand-new year, 2014, and Jason and Lindsay and I were talking about doing a call to get you guys, you know, in the 2014 mode, and what we thought we would do tonight is just share some of our best laid plans, tips, um, consistency, um, you know, consistent things that we do to get you guys going in the right mode for 2014 because the reality of it is is 2013 is here and gone. You can't cry over spilled milk, can't change things that you wish you would have done differently in 2013, but you have a whole clean slate in front of you for 2014. If you want to be an elite coach, be an elite coach. If you want to go on the Cancun trip next year and have it paid for, you got a clean slate to do it for 12 straight months right now. Uh, we'll talk about the Cancun trip here a little bit later. But you have a clean slate, everybody, and this is your time to make 2014 um, your year. And But it all comes with um, – Jason put it really well to me the other night in the text message. I was asking him, you know, about some of his success. And, you know, if you guys missed it, Jason um, signed some coaches live on the, the surge on, on Monday – just he's got an amazing knack for doing that, and we got chatting a little bit through text messaging while I was in Florida, and he put a, the best way, you know, why he's been seeing a surge in January, and the word is activity, just doing these simple things, just being active in your business, and a lot of you aren't doing that. I've been guilty of it at times. You could be more active in your business, and the other key word here is consistency. After you got the activity that you need to do on a daily basis, you got to be consistent with it. You got to do those things every single day. And um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of take the the back end of it here. I'll, I'll go third, but I wanted to be able to give an opportunity to Jason and Lindsay and and myself just to share some you know three to five or more tips that we have for getting you guys off on the right you know the right foot for 2014, and have you guys be able to ask some questions. So while our first speaker is going, I'm going to create a thread in the event page for questions for those of you too shy when I take everybody off of mute. Uh, we can definitely voice those and answer them. But I'm also going to unmute the line because I love the interactiveness. I love for you guys to be able to ask questions. And we love for you guys to, um, you know, get the, the interaction with your leaders on here. Um, I want to take first take an opportunity, um, because Lindsay is one of our co-speakers tonight, to congratulate and and send warm vibes to her for making Elite 2013. That's a great accomplishment. Um, congratulations, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you. So that's a great, great accomplishment. And some of you on the call aspire to be an Elite or maybe a Premier. Maybe you want to be Diamond this year or Diamond. Like I said, it's all in your grasp. 2014 is here. So with that being said, um, Jason, any any uh, any comments before we get going? Yeah, if we're doing congratulations, uh, you know, probably the highest honor maybe our team's seen is Jeff has been nominated to uh, the Coach Advisory Board, and 
that's as much of an honor as it is a service. You know, it's not something that's easy to do in terms of time and commitment. And a lot of the people that have done it, you know, like, are super happy when it's over because, you know, it's, it's you giving of your time. You have to go on a couple different trips and, and meetings. And a lot of times it's putting in your input and not necessarily getting your ideas forward. But it's, you know, we need somebody to represent the coaches. And, you know, I think going along with the CEO award, like his name came right up. And I think, you know, Lindsay Matway is one of the other new cab members here today. So it's, or I mean, this this year so. And I think Jeff will know the owns better than I do. But, uh, again, probably, you know, one of the major, major accomplishments for, you know, my, the whole team that I represent, which is now, you know, 20,000 coaches. So I uh, can't say enough congratulations for that. Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, I'm a little nervous, but I'm really anxious to give back, Jason. So just a little bit more information on it. Coach Advisory Board is a panel of eight coaches who represent you guys, okay? Um, there's always four uh, on an off year and four with a new two-year term, and I'm one of those four. So at the end of this year, four will be going out and four more will be coming in to join us four. Um, I came in, Jason, it's myself. You already mentioned Lindsay Matway is the other new coach, and the other two is Tracy Morrow and Melissa McAllister. So the four of us will be joining Bob Lucido, um, help me out here. I'm trying to think who are the other ones that are active right now. Um, I can't remember them all right now, but I would definitely. I think Barb, Barb, uh, Julie. Julie Schulte, and there's one more. Um, Hillary left. Josh left. Mike Ryan. Um, he left. That's seven of the eight guys. But what it comes down to is it's an opportunity for you guys Give me any information that you guys got concerns with. And, you know, I'm always going to be free to, to voice that. We have our very first CAB meeting, Jason, February 5th. I'm going to be going out to Sundance, Utah for the CAB, my first CAB meeting. And I'm going to, I want to take some information with me. I want to be um, contributing right from the start. So if there's something that you think is real significant, shoot it to me. You know, send me some concerns because the eight of us represent you guys. For lack of a better term, we're kind of like the coaches' union. We work with corporate to make a better company for all of us. So I'm excited about it, nervous about it, but um, like Jason said, it's a way for me to give back, and uh, the next two years I'll be serving. So awesome. Um, Lindsay, what's going on? I was just looking to see if I could get you the answer to who the other who the cab members were, but I don't see it. Yeah, I'll find who it is um, while we're talking. But uh, if you don't mind, maybe we'll give you the mic first to kind of share what you're going to be doing, you know, in 2014. But more importantly, you know, what your best takeaways are for the 100-plus people on the call right now that are, you know, looking to make 2014 different than 2013. How would you recommend them getting off to the good start? And what do you plan to do or already starting to do for 2014? Okay, um, I have a little. I have, I have like eight tips. <laughs> awesome. Trying to narrow it down, but I these are just what stands out to me that has brought me to where I'm at. Um, and I am doing a little shifting this year for myself, but um, as a coach who's aiming to um, grow a successful business, if you're new 
for um, your refreshing and you've been around and you're ready to do this, um, I just want to start out by saying the most important thing you could do is show up to your business. Um, I always, since day one, have thought of this as, um, okay, this is like showing up to my 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. job. This is no different. I can call in sick to that or I can, you know, have vacation, but otherwise I'm pretty much there and I have to show up. I don't, I can't just, ah, I don't feel like being there today and that I still have that job, you know, if I do that for a week or a month or whatever. So, um, you know, I, I personally have always left myself, you know, no, no real excuses. You must show up. Life does happen. But, um, again, I went through a lot of uh, dark dark times when I started as a coach, and I just really let um, look, put myself into this um, to help me get through that. Um, and I still made an effort to show up because I thought, you know, there's people that are watching me um, on Facebook because that was the platform I chose. And if I'm not there, this is going to fall apart and this isn't going to work. But I want this to work. So um, that goes to show now for um, social media, I would just encourage you guys to really make a positive social media presence um, as best as you can. It's okay to talk about, like, trials here and there and what you've overcome, but certainly make it a positive um, presence on social media when you're posting. Then um, I encourage you to set goals. I personally have been afraid to set goals every once in a while because I am a Ruby personality, which is the one who likes to be challenged and always wants to um, be ahead of everybody. I think that's how we're described. And um, it's hard to say, yeah, I'm going for Elite 2014 and watch them raise the bar again and raise the bar again. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to say that, but that's what I, what I learned about goals is, they are there to help you um, aim for a higher level. And if you don't hit it, um, don't let it get to you. I think a lot of people are afraid to set goals, um, really, really specific goals, because they are like, there's just no way. Um, and they, you know, they, I think it's important that we, we kind of feel that way, because then it really scares you and really, really go after it because um, then the last couple of things I'll say, these are what will make you actually achieve those, and that is personal development consistently um, to keep you from the negative world around you telling you you can't do this. Uh, all those people just told you no, you're never going to get um, another challenge pack, you're never going to get a coat, you know, like a lot of that negative self-talk or negative people that may or may not come in, out, coming in and out, um, it's so important that you really are feeding your mind with positive um, thoughts and uh, really focused on being able to move forward and to be able to design your life. So for me, I uh, have a couple seminars lined up. I'll be at um, Smart Success with Shalene Johnson, and then, of course, I'll go to Danny Johnson a couple times um, so far, and then Summit, which is a huge deal. You really want to get there. And then um, I 
Well, certainly you will be at leadership. Um, and then the last couple things is just a success club is a non-negotiable for me. It just is. I aim to get it done by the fifth of the month. Um, I just, and then I want to focus on helping my own coaches get it. And that's where I'm at right now for January is I'm, I've hit it. And so now I'm working with newer coaches that um, are working, you know, running, of course, uh, working with the willing. And um, we're using the it will work method which um, I learned from Michelle Myers that, uh, you know, that be confident when you're talking about your product. Um, if, if they're following the workout plan, if they're drinking a shake every day and they're eating by the uh, nutrition guide, eating clean, this will work. They will get results. <laughs> and you need to be confident when you're telling them that because it will work. Um, you know, and then just, consistently inviting, always being in conversations and following up. That's what I got. <laughs> and, you know, guys, those are great tips. I hope you guys have got your pens out in writing. And the other thing is I hope the expectation on here isn't going to be like the tips that we're giving are these incredibly, you know, cutting-edge tips because the reality of it is is the key word here is consistent efforts into your business. You heard – Lindsay say, show up to your business. You know, you heard her say success club. You heard her say a lot of things that are common threads and part of the three vital behaviors. It's consistency. That might be what you guys need to hear, if anything, the most, is consistently doing these things that we're going to mention. A lot of these things have made the top ten coaches, which were almost all women this year with the exception of Scotty Hobbs, they're just consistently doing these things that Lindsay has mentioned and things that Jason and I are about to mention. It's nothing earth-shattering. It's nothing um, hard. They're nothing that any of you can't do on a daily basis. It's just getting out of your own way and doing them. Would you agree, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah. And and when when I'm when we're showing up, I also mean your workout. Yep. Add that. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. funny you said that. I had a conversation with the coach about that the other day. And they've kind of lapsed a little bit on their workouts, and they're wondering why their business isn't moving forward. And it's it's such a – it keeps things hand in hand for us. The greatest thing about this business is the fact that I get healthier and healthier um, with every year in my coaching business because I'm staying, you know, I'm staying consistent to my workouts. There's that word again, consistent. You know, it keeps me accountable to my own health and fitness. Oh, yeah. And we work in a in a business of coaches where – we're not selling purses and candles and, and Tupperware and makeup, and I'm not knocking that, but you can do that in any condition, right? We are selling people on a way of life, health and fitness, so we better be freaking working out on a regular basis and making a better us. Agree? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, awesome. it's – um, it's uh, I, I, can, I can always know when I have a day and I'm like, you can almost sense if you ever have those days where you're like, I'm not in the mood and, you know, and then you just think about who you are and what you do and you just get up and get it done. And it's just it's like, yes, I feel so much better. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I just, I just spent the better part of the last two weeks, 13 days in Florida and on a cruise. And I found with the exception of my rest days, those are my days, right? But I found time and a place and a gym every single day to work out because I knew that it was my business and I can't afford to let it slip just because I'm on vacation. So that's part of our, our 
That's part of your to-do list, guys, is to get your workout in. That's part of your business. Your workouts every single day is part of your business, so get them done. We so, get paid to get fit. Exactly. Saying. We've got the greatest job in the world. We get paid to work out, you know, program <laughs> that crap, you know. Put a video up. Get out there and and interact with the people who are following you live when your workouts are going on. That inspires people. Yep. And also get them off the couch. You know, if they're having a bad day themselves, they don't feel like working out, they see a picture you post or a little video you post, that's probably going to be enough to get them up and moving. And that's what we do. We inspire people. So, Jason, man, I thoroughly enjoyed your your surge. Um, I think it was a highlight of it for me. I didn't catch it all, but I caught quite a bit of it, two or three segments. Absolutely enjoyed it. Tell me about the surge a little bit. Um, what, did you watch that live or you saw a recording? I haven't yet to see the recordings. I saw the, I had it on my iPad walking around Disney. So oh my they, they have internet all throughout there and I caught quite a bit of it. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Um, uh, well, first of all, I just want to say, I think a lot of that is stepping outside your comfort zone. Um, when they went to do the meetings for the January surge, which literally happened like a week, a week and a half before, Carl sat down and the idea was to do all the surge over FaceTime because they'd had good experience with people doing it from home. And I think the long term is they'd like to have, you know, Jeff at Disney and, um, you know, somebody out in Pittsburgh and somebody in Seattle. And that way, you know, they could cover the whole day and time zone. But in order to do that, you have to test, you know, FaceTime, and they wanted to test FaceTime locally, you know, where they could have kind of a guy follow me around and then make, you know, try to help and make sure that things were going good. And so it was literally Carl's idea. He's like, I want a reporter on the street telling me what's going on. And he's like, you know, like, well, who? And he's like, I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> so it had to be somebody close. It had to be somebody, um, you know, comfortable enough to go up and talk to people, um, and I guess confident enough, whatever. Um, so Sandy Bugadana called me, and she's like, hey, Jason, good to talk to you. I'm like, oh, it's good to talk to you. She's like, can I ask you a favor? I'm like, you know anything. She's like, well, you better hear it first. I'm like, uh-oh. And so they said they wanted me to go around to, like, a mall and, like, recruit people. And I'm like, oh, my God, live? That's crazy. So, like, I was kind of dreading it for a week, and I started kind of practicing, you know, wearing the, the jerseys more and the shirts out more, wearing the hats, carrying my um, samples with me. And, you know, Denise helped me do all this stuff. And then um, we did a practice, like, the Friday before. And, you know, it was scary because a lot of times the FaceTime didn't come in um, with good signals. We had to figure that all out and get three or four set locations that worked good. And then we tried to line up some people that we knew would be there. And so I had, you know, six people that were going to come to each, you know, one or two to each site. And, you know, of course, on, on the day that it happens, only one of those people actually showed up. So everybody else that you saw on the surge was, you know, me meeting people around and just saying, hey, would you be welcome or open to talking on camera about your fitness goals? And, uh, you know, especially the first step was at the coffee shop, you know, which is a local Starbucks, you know, and don't tell them you don't have prospects in your city because everybody has a Starbucks. I mean, gosh, Lindsay, if you're in um, Chicago, there's 36 Starbucks in O'Hare alone. <laughs> so um, really Thank all God. we did is we went over isn't that crazy? We went over to um, the Starbucks early, and Denise and I had looked at the recipe for the Shakeology card because really 
I mean, the one thing that you can really get anybody on is Shakeology, right? So we look at the recipe card, and we made up a Shakeology pie. We made up the Shakeology bars. We made up two kinds of Shakeology ice cream. And I'm like, let's take these bars out, you know, and especially at Starbucks, a chocolate bar with only 50 or so calories would go great with a coffee. So that was my backup plan if my people didn't show up. And so we just, you know, hey, would you like to try a health bar? And when you say that to somebody, they're like, health bar, you know, and chocolate health bar, that sounds great, sure. Um, and it started up a lot of conversations. And literally from that, you know, there was three or four new prospects that, you know, you can add to your, your list and follow up with, you know. And I, I always just take down an extra business card right there and go on the back and then say, you know, what stuff they were interested in and follow up with them. You know, um, if you can put them in an automated email system after that, then that would be really great because it's going to keep following up with them. If you can make them a free customer, now they're going to get the automated emails from Beachbody. So, you know, our goal in this business, you know, Lindsay touched upon personal development um, and, you know, working out every day and doing your shake. Those are two of the three core goals. And the, and the other one is, you know, talk to two people a day. And literally, if you just made that one of your habits, you know, and you don't have to get coffee at Starbucks, but go to Starbucks every day and just pick up a water. You could invest $2 a day in your business by buying a water there. Hang out for 10 minutes at your break or at lunch and just talk to other people, you know, about what their fitness goals. One of the best ways to talk to people is to compliment them. Um, it's like, wow, you're, you're in great shape. Uh, you know, what do you do to stay fit? And, and that's a great way to start a conversation. Um, so that went pretty well. And the first one, it's like we kind of got a guy who was interested in samples and follow up about one product. Second one was a guy I talked to, so he was going to follow up by doing a workout the next day, which he did, and he was one that was kind of set up already, so he came and threw, and that was really great. He swore on national national TV, which was kind of good and got a lot of notoriety, but that was fun. And then the third one, like, our guy was totally going to show up. He's going to bring a friend, so it was going to be a man and a woman. Both Denise and I were going to talk to each one, so it was all set up, and then, like, ten minutes before, he's like, no way. Um, <clears throat> so I'm like... And I looked at the clock. It's like we had 10 minutes. And they're like, do you have somebody yet? We're ready, you know. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because you didn't know when the last person was going to finish up on the surge and when they were going to cut over to me. So I'm like, no, I don't have any, but I'll get somebody. And literally right when I did that, the light turned. I started walking across the street because there was a store over there with more people. And the guy pulls up on his bike. And uh, he had earphones in. And so it's like, are you going to talk to somebody with earphones on a bike going down the road? You know, he did stop for the stoplight, obviously. So I just kind of, like, looked, I pointed at the earphones, and I'm like, hey, are you working out? Are you exercising? Is this your exercise? Is this what you do for exercise? And he took out the earphones, and he's like, oh, yeah, just going for a bike ride, getting my miles in. I'm like, oh, awesome. Um, I got a bunch of friends who are great bikers and triathletes, and they really like a recovery drink. Would you like to have one for after your, your bike? He's like, oh, sure, I'd love it. And then he started bringing the bike over to where we were sitting down, and I'm like, as soon as he gets off that bike, like, it's game over, you know, because once you get off the bike, you know, you've got time to talk to him. So we talked to him. We did whatever we did on the surge, which went okay. And then afterwards, we just kept talking to him. He's like, yeah, I'm always doing all these different events. I travel all over the world. Everybody's always telling me I should represent a product. And I'm like, oh, really? Well, we've got a product that you could represent. And it led right into coaching. And, like, this was literally the time he was going to get up and put his helmet back, well, get on his bike and take off. He kept the helmet on the whole time. And, um... And I told him about coaching. I used the mobile enrollment. He signed up to be a coach right there. So it's like I was even amazed that you could pull somebody off a bike and become a coach in less than 15 minutes. It, it was crazy. So I think the thing that I got out of that, though, is really just like 
are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? You know, that's the three daily core activities, is, you know, get out and talk to people. And, and I'm guilty of not doing it. You know, a lot of times I go to the store and I'm being grumpy or and I'm in a hurry and I'm worried to come back and get online again. And the truth is, is those people that you see every day are the ones that trust you. They're the ones that see your fitness. They're the ones that see what you eat day in and day out. They're, they're the ones that see what's in your bank account. So it's like those people are the ones that are actually really open to learning more about it. And it's as simple as, you know, asking them what they do for a workout or what their New Year's goals were. Um, and so I really just reminded myself that that's part of why I love doing this business. And from doing, as Jeff mentioned, you know, just activity. You know, in the last week, I've probably recruited five new coaches. Uh, my rank has gone back up by three star diamonds, which, you know, gives me a nice pay increase. And, uh, you know, I'm just really optimistic about the new year. I mean, last year we had a ton of volume to overcome for Elite, but this year it's like the volume is low. Um, we're starting new. Um, one thing I noticed is if you look at the numbers, if you just do Success Club 10 every month, you're top coach. Like, um, I don't know if that's, if that's the case this year, but I looked at last year's top 10. And everybody on the top 10 had done Success Club 10 each month. And then two people that hadn't done Success Club 10 each month were also in the top 10. So, and there was a very few people that were did Success Club 10 and weren't in the top 10. So really what that thing is consistency. You know, are you setting that Success Club as the goal each month? And if you're not, that means you're not doing the minimum per month to make this business successful. And then you do that, you know, break it down in a really attainable goal like uh, Hillary Kelly says. She wants to be Success Club 10 by the 10th of the month. And if not, she knows she's off track. She's got to pick up pace. But she's not setting that goal for the 31st when there's no time left to do it. She sets it, you know, before halfway through the month. And that way she knows she's on track. Um, so, you know, I just kind of set that in my, in my mind. It's like, you know, if I just do Success Club 10, I'm going to be there in the top 10 at the end of the year. And, and that would be nice and neat. Um, honestly, for me, it's not about the top 10 or even elite anymore because, um, you know, my thing is about making this team grow. I want to have a team that competes with the empires and then the dynasties. So that's where my goals lie. Um, within doing that, and I, and I know I'm talking a long time here, but we still got a lot of time left. Um, within doing that, I kind of really looked at, my year, and you know, Darren Hardy's got this great program. Your design your best year ever, and I've opened that a few times, but actually never really done it. But I'm like, you know, let's do Jason Diebold's best best year ever. So it's like, what do I need to have the best year ever? And I'm not even saying that's about work. You know, it's about balance. Um, and so I went back to the call that we did at the end of the year last year, and it's like, you know, how did this year go for us? And I just wasn't excited. I wasn't excited or happy or really gung-ho about this business. And so I'm like, well, what were the problems that I defined that were causing me to not be more successful last year? Number one in that list is time management. And and I talked a little bit about this before on other calls. Um, part of my problem is I know too many different time management devices. And so I'm like, you know, none of these things are really working for me. So I kind of took all of them together and I decided what I wanted. And what I want for me is I want to have everything electronically. So like we just signed up for the um, Cosmel, now I can put that in the calendar. And I want that to have that on iCal. But the truth is, is that whenever I get a new event, I don't necessarily stop what I'm doing and go write it on my phone or write it on my iPad or go put it on a computer. But I will write it down. 
You know, and a lot of times it's just on scraps of paper. <laughs> if you look at my desk right now, there's 100 yellow notes, yellow sticky pad notes. That doesn't really serve me. So what I've been doing now is um, every day when I wake up, the first thing I do, and really, you know, I could, I could talk for an hour just about New Year's resolutions and goals. Because the truth is that everybody sets goals at the beginning of the year, and they re- make that rely upon willpower. You never accomplish, you know, something over and over for a year, you know, even a couple months by willpower alone. You know, that's just not enough to do it. The way that you are a result of whatever you practice, and whatever you practice becomes rituals. And so it's like the way to change your life and accomplish to create new to create new rituals. Um, and and there's really only three steps to that. Number one is you have to define what you want and define it in such a way that it inspires you. So it's one thing to say, well, this year I want to lose 10 pounds. You know, that's not very inspirational. But if you say it a different way, like, man, I want to get back to my hockey weight, you know, where I was running across the ice and, like, blowing people up that were 10 years younger than me. Now that, you can even hear it in the change of my voice. It's like, that's inspirational. That's something to hold on to. You know, and whatever it is for you, like, I talked to another guy today and, that's a whole other story. Um, I talked to another guy today about um, inspiring his clients. And he's like, I got a couple people that want to join my challenge, but they don't want to take the before pictures, you know, in a swimsuit. You know, can they take it in sweatpants? And I'm like, the answer is yes and no. They can take the before picture and whatever they want now that's going to be displayed on your challenge group. But they have to take the before picture also in the skimpiest article of clothing that they would feel comfortable with on national TV. Because when they take a picture in the sweatpants, you know damn well that they're never going to get out of the sweatpants. But when they take the picture in the bikini, knowing that they have the opportunity to get that before picture on national TV after they get the results, now they're more committed to it. And that's really just the change of mentality that it takes. So, you know, that's the thing. Is define the, look, evaluate where you're at now. Look at the things you want to accomplish. Evaluate where you're at now. Number two is figure out enough momentum and willpower, not willpower, but emotional impact behind it so you'll stick to those goals. And number three, do it daily over and over so that it becomes a ritual. When you look at fit people, it's not that they did P90X one time. It's they have the ritual of doing P90X six out of seven days a week, and they don't miss it. You know, look at, look at Horton. You can go back 10 years, and it's just like he's a fit guy because that's his ritual. I know the way that his day goes, and he makes it a point to have people come to his house to work out because then he can't not work out himself. That, that's how you design success. Um, so with that, the first thing that I really wanted to accomplish was the time management. So every day before I get up, well, as soon as I get up, not before, um, I go to my computer and I print out the day on iCal. And so I didn't even know this, this was possible. And if you're not an iCal, you're going to do the same thing with Outlook or whatever mail tool that you use. And this is my recommendation, do whatever works for you. But I didn't even know this. On iCal, you can print out the day. And one of the problems people say is like, well, I don't want to print out the day from 9 to 5 or 8 to 6 or whatever. In iCal, you can actually decide which which hours print out. So I'm like, this is awesome because sometimes I'm up at, you know, 6 and I stay up till 9. And the next day I'm up at 10 and I stay up till 3 a.m. So I printed out the whole day 12 hours, or 24 hours, 12 to 12, and that way I can measure, measure and monitor whatever I do. So I get that every day. And then the key to success with anything is measurement. Whatever you measure, you will improve upon. So if my biggest problem right now is time management, what I need to do is measure how I'm spending my time. 
And so this way, anything that I print out um, from the previous day that's scheduled is already going to show up on my, on my calendar. And whenever that hits, I've got an alarm that sets, you know, because iCal connects with your iPhone, and it's going to set an alarm for you. So I know ahead of time to do that. But then anything that is unscheduled, then I try to, you know, kind of pencil in what I would like to do with that time. But even more importantly, I pen in what I do do with that time. And so at the end of the day, I can look. And, you know, sometimes you're going to get caught up answering questions or, you know, doing activities that you didn't really plan. But I still pen that in. That's what I did that day, at the day. And then at the end of the day, it literally takes me about five minutes before I go to bed. Um, you know, usually while my girlfriend's brushing her teeth or something, I just do this. And um, I go through and I look at the day, and I kind of circle the, the waste of time that I did. I'm like, well, I spent three hours on this thing today, and that really didn't help me accomplish my goals. And then I take a highlighter, and I highlight all the ideas that I want to follow up on on the next day. And then, and then that is the one time of the day where I actually go back to the computer and write those things in. And so a couple um, more, more topics with this, and I, and I really think this is important, guys, because if you're not controlling your time, the time is the most precious resource we have. You could have all the money in the world, all the health and all the health in the world, but if you run out of time, like none of that matters. Um, it's the one resource everybody has equally. You know, I don't have more or less time than Bill Gates. I don't have more or less time than Carl. I don't have more or less time than the newest coach in this team. But it's just what I choose to do with that time um, is really the resource management. So Franklin, from Franklin Covey, you know, they tell us to define the five roles that you play in your life, or maybe six, or maybe four, whatever is to you. And so it might be mom, um, teacher, and coach. Or it might be, you know, like wife, um, house, house mother or housekeeper, and um, coach, and like community activist. I don't know. I can't define what the most five or six most important things are to you, but all I know is keep track of them. And each one of these things for me is a different color in my calendar. So at the end of the day, whenever I think about these activities, I say, okay, well, the one activity that I, I really wanted to do or this task that I really wanted to do was design a new web page. Well, the design a new web page comes into my kind of technical and, and management um, role. So that's a yellow. So I write that thing in yellow um, on my calendar to start on the new day. And now how, do you, how are you going to schedule this on your calendar? Are you going to say, well, I want to do it tomorrow at 5 p.m. or Thursday at 6 p.m.? Well, I mean, that's a great way to do it. But what works, it doesn't work for me because <laughs> my schedule is so crazy. What works for me is I set that new task that I want to do up in yellow to happen every day, all day long until it's complete. And so by doing that, it shows up on the top of my calendar as one of these tasks that I want to do. And that does two things. Number one, it gets all these activities that I want to do down on paper. And then the second thing, it gets it out of my head. <laughs> and Having that stuff, stuff stuck in your head is as bad as not capturing it because it, it just takes away the creativity. If your mind has to focus on, oh, well, remember to do this, remember to do this, remember to do this, it doesn't have the free resources. Consider your mind like a computer, right? And the computer can only run so many programs at a time. If one of those programs is trying to remember something, then that's another program that can't run. So, you know, I can't run Excel because I'm running PaintShop, whatever. Um, and then the first part of that is get it down on paper because there's so many great ideas that I have that come to me and go, you know, as you get older, the memory doesn't hold on quite as long. 
So, like, by the time I get to where they've done, it's gone. Um, and so in doing this, I look at my sheet every day. I've got these different colors, and it's telling me the stuff that I want to do. And so I looked at that, you know, after the first day, and there's already a lot of stuff on it. I'm like, wow, these tasks don't inspire me. And that's one of the both things I told you at the beginning of this call about ritual. You have to create these rituals that you're going to do every day that you've got emotional time into. I'm like, what's one way that I can change this thing called tasks to something that does inspire me? I'm like, well, these are tasks. These things need to get done. Or actually, do they really need to get done, or are they something that I want to do? I'm like, well, honestly, they, I want to do. Like, I could not do these things and still just coast as a coach and make enough to get by. But these are things that I want to do that's going to improve my relationship, it's going to improve my life, it's going to improve my career, it's going to improve my income, it's going to improve my spirituality. Um, so really, they're not tasks. These are activities that I choose to do. In fact, these are the activities that I want to do. These are the activities of my dreams. These are the activities that I want so that I can have the, dream, the life of my dreams. So these are like life of my dream activities. And when you pose it as that way, and I write it down that way in my calendar, it doesn't feel like I'm doing something that I don't want to do. It feels like I'm giving a gift to be able to do this thing that, I've jumped up and created, and now I'm bringing to fortune. So, I mean, just a couple different change of paces or ideas on that, but that's what's working for me. Um, it's a great combination between electronic and, and, and written, you know, which a lot of people have struggled with. Um, electronic tends to stay longer, and written, you know, tends to get him down more often. And then I organize it in a small three-ring binder. You know, I hate to buy these little day binders where you're always buying stuff for so I bought a simple day, um, three-ring binder. Mine actually zips up like a trapper keeper, but it looks a little more professional. And and then when you go to Staples, you can buy tabs, days, days of the week, days of the month, months of the year. So now every day at the end of the day when I capture my gold, I just take that day, I put it on the individual day that it is. At the end of the week, I take all the days and I put it um, in that month. And in doing this, I can go back and see what I was doing any time of, of in the past, you know, year. And going forward, when there's something really important, I can take that day and print it out early and throw it back in, you know, the January calendar. So that when I get to January, I know that's something that's on there. And at the beginning of each month, that shows out what I have set, scheduled the whole month. And then that frees up more time to do the personal development activities like Lindsay was talking about. You know, if Danny Johnson is something that's important to me to go to, I can schedule that 12 months in advance. If, you know, the Success Club trip is going to happen, I can schedule that 12 months in advance and then know that that's going to be going on. So there's a lot of time to talk about time management, but again, I think that's really our number one resource. And if we manage that freely, it's going to free up more creativity and, 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 and less pressure, you know, taking a lot of the stress in my life and really focusing on the things that I want to do. Um, I should probably stop there, but I'm not. Um, diamond bonus. So one of the things we were talking about on the wall is um, all these star diamond coaches are getting these star diamond bonus, you know, and it was really exciting in the beginning because, like, the first 15 star diamond bonus was, like, $400,000. And the first five star bonus is like twenty grand. Well now like somebody complained on the wall that the five star bonus is like two thousand dollars. And when you take that two thousand dollars and you divide it by the twelve weeks that's necessary to be a five star to get that, you know, two thousand dollars divided by twelve weeks is hundred and sixty six dollars a week. That is not a lot of money. 
You know, you can do that by selling two challenge packs a week. So is your best activity in selling two challenge packs a week, or is it maintaining five-star? I would actually attest that it's not in that bonus. So that bonus is no longer incentivizing people to be star diamonds. But I think really what we need in this, in this company is an incentive to stay diamond. Um, because most people don't have this big incentive to stay diamond until they're earning $250 a week in cycle bonuses. So as soon as we could give a diamond a diamond bonus, you know, take away the star diamond bonuses, it's, it's junk. Nobody, nobody cares about them except for the 15 stars, and those are getting less and less per week every, every quarter. But if we could use that same amount of money to incentive diamonds to stay diamonds, then that's going to keep everybody else star diamonds. So that was just a really interesting and neat idea that I had. What are some of my goals for the year? Um, I really realized the importance of blogging and, and websites because if you look back, I've been a coach now for six years, and like I've, I was looking at high photo the other day, and there's over 50,000 pictures that I've taken in those six years. And it's like they're not captured or they're captured on Facebook, and that Facebook only gets activity for a day. I really feel that your blog should be the hub of, hub of what you do. And if you do Facebook, Pinterest, um, whatever else, Google, all these different things, it should all refer back to, to your um, blog. And so for the last month or so, I've really been focusing on that. And one of the things I want to do is I want to create an individual um, identity, which is jasonjeeble.com, but I also want to create, create more of a team identity because the people that we're competing against in terms of coaching, and you know, it's not really a competition, but in a way it is a competition. So, you know, you look at the town coach now, and, like, over half that team is all from the Bombshell um, Dynasty, and the other half, you know, is from Shailene's people. So there's something that they're doing that's different. And so, like, I just looked, and I think one of the things I really liked about Lindsay is that every week she says who her top earners are, and recognition goes a long way. So I think it's important that we recognize our success code points. It's important that we recognize our top, you know, people that are doing the highest PV, it's really important that we recognize our rank advancements. So it's like, who, who should I do that for? Who should Jeff, Jeff do that for? Who should Lindsay do that for? Should Lindsay just recognize her first three levels, which are the ones that help her to get elite? Or should she recognize everybody on her team? Because that volume is the one that produces her income. I attest that we really need to recognize the whole team. And even that it's so far down and the volume exceeds the caps, who cares? Really what we, we're here to do is help people. And if we can help people be more motivated because we give more recognition, that's what we should do. So I downloaded my entire downline today. It's 20,000 people. And so at looking through that, you know, I really get a um, good feel of the impact that we can have. Like you take one person... Um, I don't know, go to the beach and wave his towel in the air, nobody would notice him. But if we take our entire team of 20,000 people and put them down on the beach and we're all waving towels, like that is significant. And that same momentum can work for anything. Like we have somebody on this team whose child's in the hospital, you know, and they need $10,000 to pay the initial child, the, the initial hospital bill. Well, we raise the flag to the team, and if every member could contribute like 50 cents, we get that goal. So with numbers is power, and I really want to create that team identity. Like one of the things that got me is I saw, you know, Lindsay post, oh, Bombshell Dynasty is now over 4,000 members. I'm like, 4,000? That's nothing. We're four times that, and we're not getting the same results. So I want to unify that team. And so I created the Fit Union, um, and they, one of the ideas there is it's forums on the Fit Union. So I know for me it's like I get 
five, ten questions a day. Jeff is five times that. Lindsay, I'm sure, is the same way with her team. But every time you answer that question, like, it's done, and it's never going to be reused again. So now when I get the question, I take the question, I go over to the forum. If that particular subject matter isn't created yet, I create a new um, category for it. And then I answer the question. You say, well, Coach Travis had this question today, and here it is, and here's the answer. And so next time I get a question, then I tell Travis to go look at the forums for the answer. He's happy, he got his answer. And then the next time I have that question, I'm like, oh, that's in the forums. Go to the forums and the coaching is there. And so I think that's helping and saving a lot of time. One of the other ideas for the Fit Union this year is create individual coach training. And one of my problems with, you know, coach basics or coach training is that I don't want to have to go learn coaching at the same speed as Jeff does. You know, Jeff is – Jeff will sit there and do stuff for an hour a day for the next year. I will sit there for – a week and do it for 100 hours a day. You know, that's just the way I work with different people, and there's no, neither, neither is right or wrong. They're just different. So now I want to create, like, this step training system. So it's like we'll give you the first task, and once you create the first task, you open up to the second task, and once you create the second task, you open up the third task. And we can literally use the Coach Basics model or any other model, you know, Diamond or Emerald to Diamond, uh, Coach to Emerald, um, and they all exist. But it's creating the structure and having an individual page for each topic, then we can allow people to comment. So if I go through it, you know, on a Monday and Jeff doesn't go through it till two, next Tuesday, he's still going to see the comment that I posted, can respond on that, I'll get a notification that he talked about it, and I can go back and maybe give him insight or answers. So that's something that's really important to me. That, I think, also becomes a model for um, not only coach training, but can be a model for doing the reset or a model for doing your challenge group. And so um, that's something I'm striving for. Along the lines of blogs, I've, import, I've really realized the importance of SEO and just been messing around with that for the last month. Um, I don't want to go into that too much, but whenever you make a blog post, it's about your keywords. And if you don't know what keywords to use, you know what topic you want to do. So let's say you want to do a topic today in your blog post about how much you enjoyed P90X3, the challenge. So you know vaguely what you want to do. So what you do is you go to Google and you type in P90X3 Challenge. And it's going to keep giving you options or auto-suggests. Those auto-suggests about your topic is the keywords that you want to use. Now that you use those keywords, Google is going to index your blog better. And it's still hard to get on the top page of Google for keywords, but what is not hard is to get on the very top page of Google Images. So every time you make a blog post, what you need to do is be captioning your pictures. And when you caption the pictures with those same keywords that you're using for your blog, you get on the front page of Google and Images. And as, as important as text and written is, images are more important. And video are more important than images sometimes. But when Google, you, you can search your topic, then you hit on images and you see all the same pictures. So just two that I've played around with, and honestly, I've only done two blog posts, and, and the significance and impact of them is amazing. The first I did was just the P90X3 logo. And that last time we were at Leadership, I took a picture of the logo gear they're going to make, and I branded the, um, the picture P90X3 logo. If you search for P90X3 logo um, on Google, click on the Images tab, like I'm like two of the top ten pictures. Now what happens then? When people are looking for P90X logo, they don't really care what's written. They want to see the picture of it. 
when they see the picture of it, they're going to click on images. When they click on images, they see your picture, they click on that, they go to your blog post. That's what creates SEO traffic. And then the second idea I had, and now that we've done this for a while, we can kind of predict how things are going to go. Like I see this new Neapolitan Shakeology. Everybody is going to be canceling Shakeology orders and changing them to the Neapolitan. So I want to own that Neapolitan picture. So I just took the picture from the surge, I branded it with a watermark, and I put it in the SEO as Neapolitan um, Shakeology. If you search on, for Neapolitan Shakeology on Google, and this happened within 12 hours, I am three of the top ten pictures on Google Images now for Neapolitan Shakeology. That is amazing. And that's organic, it's free, and, and that's what's going to drive traffic to your blog. So there's just a couple different ideas there. Um, other things that I have planned is samples. You can send customers to um, the Fit Union. They fill out a free form for samples. We're going to send out the samples they want and fill up with a series of emails that comes from you. Um, and then I also want to include the recognition that we're going to do weekly on the Fit Union, which will give us more um, brand name presence and put the Fit Union up in uh, Google rankings long term. Um, it's important, I think, and this is like one of the secrets I'll give away. It's important, I think, to look at what the leaders are doing, and especially maybe not the leaders that have been there forever because they're doing what they've always done, and they're not reinventing themselves and they're not being creative. Uh, to quote Doug Fitzgerald. Look at the new leaders that are getting tons of points and they're new people here. What are they doing? So that's what I do. I look at the leaderboard and see who's on there. And if there's not somebody I know and I don't know what they do, I look it up. So there's, a, there's one guy right now on there. It's uh, Trevor Kutrin. I'm like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? What's he doing? Because his numbers are phenomenal. Like, he's beating Melanie Mitro. And she had over 1,000 elite points. Not success clubs, elite points last year. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave that up to you as homework. Figure out what Trevor Kutrin's doing. Why is it working? And why is he getting tons of success club points? And if you use that tactic, you follow the leaders, you see what other people are doing, you're going to find out um, better and creative ways to do it. One last thing I'll leave you with is um, I looked at see what Trevor was doing. I figured it out. Um, it was actually an idea I had before and, and I want to do it in the future. And it's like, been obsessing me. It's like on my, it's on my uh, dream board. All of a sudden, one of these guys that's kind of been Facebooking me forever um, writes me. He's like, hey, Jason, I'm, I'm going to finish in San this time. I'm going to become a distributor and everything. I'm like, who is this guy? I don't even know who this guy is. turns out I had met him at Tony Robbins. You know? So right there, you know he's a guy that's into personal development, a really smart guy. turns out he just retired from the military after 20 years, and he's built up like a large sum of money, and he felt like the military time was his payment you know, into the country and into his contribution. But now that that's over, now it's his time to run. So he's created this website called uh, Financial Fit. I can't even remember the name of the website. Financially Fit University or something. It is amazing. He's published like three or four books that are going to go along with this. He's going to teach a class on financial, and that's going to lead you into um, some sort of financial network marketing class. He's going to teach a class on fitness, and that's going to lead you into the Beachbody products. He's already created the same sort of mechanism that Trevor had. And so instead of me having to go out and create that, I'm just bringing this guy on the team and putting him in the weak spot of my organization because of a, an association I made with the guy at Tony Robbins, you know, just being nice and friendly and talking to people. Um, and now, like, 
you know, he's going to be the next Lindsay or the next Jeff for bigger. Um, so I'm just so excited about that. But I think why do I bring that up? It's not to brag or whatever. It's to say that you need to identify what it is that you want, what you're looking for, so that when that turns up, you would be like, oh, there you are. I've been waiting for you. Let's run. And so it's now, now it's like when that guy calls, like it doesn't get to a second ring. Like I am on it because I know this guy's on it. Like he's got these dreams, goals, aspirations that aligns with my values. It's something I've been looking for. And so I give my utmost attention to that guy when he calls. And within the last week, you know, he's working on um, getting in. He's already talked about how to get to Emerald. He's got five or six prospects that are coming on in his first challenge group. I'm telling him, like, the things that have worked for me and not worked for me. And he's going to do what Jeff did, is skip a lot of the mistakes I made and go um, to quicker success. One more thing there is that he was, he was the one that was struggling with these, these women that didn't want to post their pictures. And so I'm like, let them post the picture in in the sweatpants, but make sure they have the bikini picture ready to go for when they get their great results. And two other things to get get these people motivated that I've done, I do, and, and I still preach, is that you need to get stronger motivations of why you want to get these results. So pick an event that you're going to go to in three months when your P90X3 round is done. Go to the store now and buy that dress. Or, you know, if, if you're not great financial means, go to the thrift shop and buy that dress whatever it takes, get the bikini that you want for the cruise. Buy that bikini and put it at the front of your dresser. You know, even put it sideways if you have to, so that every time you open that that dresser, that closet, the first thing you see is that bikini. That is what's going to create these strong-lasting emotions that creates the ritual that you do every day, which is the P90X2 that's going to get you the results you want. You know, take that before picture that you're not willing to put online and put that on the refrigerator. You know, take that to the ice cream. Because if you can look at the before picture that you want and still eat the ice cream, then go ahead and have it. But if you can see where you're at and say, well, that's really not what I want to be, then you're going to stop doing the things that are contributing to where you don't want to be. Put that before picture on the mirror every day in your bathroom. And then that's at least one time a day that you're reminded of where you where you are and where you want to go. Um, That's like half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm sorry, I didn't want to talk today. But when I wrote down, like, where I am, where I want to go, and what I want this year to be, like, that's the stuff that matters for me. That's what I want to contribute. That's what I want a team to go to. Because, like, looking at at a team of 20,000 people, this shouldn't be about what Jeff, Jason, and Lindsay does. This should be about how we can each contribute to change, you know, society. Like, with this size of people and group, we can really make a dent in, like, you know, any problem. So, I don't know. I'm motivated. Jeff? Hey, some good stuff. And what I think I, I, I love the most is that you just brought something back from the past. You said the word trapper keeper, dude. <laughs> I think for heaven, or he likes trapper keeper. That freaking rocked, man. I, I brought me back to, like, my high school days. I still have them. Yeah, they do actually. I just saw one at Walmart during the the um, back to school season. <laughs> they were actually called Trapper Keeper. They just look a lot different now, but they were out there. So good stuff from Lindsay and you, Jason. Um, you know the what I took most from you know your discussion about the surge and you know when Sandy called you and you doing it. I'm just going back to that for a second, and it brought me to one of the points I wanted to bring up is that 
it put Jason in a in a position, and you know, I know Jason to be the he'll talk to anybody at any time. You know, that's one of the things I've learned to do because of him is talk to anybody, anytime, anywhere by a simple compliment. It starts a conversation. But you heard him say he was nervous about doing the search, and scared. it surprised me a little bit. But he done something that was scary to him. Okay, he got out of his comfort zone and he went out and done something that was scary to him. More of you need to do that. You need to do something that's scary to where it doesn't become scary anymore. And once you get comfortable doing those things, you need to get uncomfortable again and go get scared again. That's the way you grow. I remember Jeremy Red basically saying this at one of our events a couple years back. You know, real growth in this business as a coach comes two and three steps outside of your comfort zone. If you're comfortable being a coach, you're not growing. Plain and simple. If you're comfortable as a coach, you're just simply not growing. You're stagnant. So you've got to get uncomfortable every single day. So I don't want to delay this call too much longer because I want to talk a little bit about the new Success Club trip, and I want to close out talking about Super Saturday. But, you know, most of you guys know that Mindy Wenders, a um, little sister to me, she's my success partner. We talk often. And I got her permission to kind of share some tips that she has out for her team rather than me just kind of rehashing some of the things that Jason and Lindsay said. I'm going to go through some things very quickly. Um, so get your pens out. But these are just some tips that she lives by, some things that she goes over with her new coaches I think would very, very well to close this out. And none of these are earth-shattering things, guys. They're just things that might be out of sight, out of mind for you, things you're not doing consistently. But they're tasks that Jason does every single you know, day, month, year, week. Uh, Lindsay's doing them, all your other elite coaches, Christina Delgado, Becky, uh, Christina Richardson, Nicole Jones, Christy Moore. These are things that they're just doing all the time. So here we go. Meet three to five new people every single day. Every single, I didn't say week. Meet three to new, five new people every single day, social media or belly-to-belly -belly live. Okay? You can do that. Now, this kind of goes along with a question that was asked. Melissa asked about, you know, how do you make the transition from, you know, your warm market to a cold market, never really, never really empty? And that's kind of the answer, Melissa. You kind of answer your own question. Um, any new coach that starts out kind of goes to their, they tap their warm market, their family, friends, coworkers, people that they know. But you're going to find out that dries up very quickly. And you're also going to find out that that doesn't always have a lot of um, growth from that benefit because family, friends, especially family, are the hardest ones and the, hard, the most hard-headed people to get through. They know you too well. They know, you know, that you're trying something. They want to see how it's going to work for you. And the cold market, meeting new people, the three to five tip I just gave you, Melissa, is where your growth is going to happen. You meet three to five new people every single day, whether it's joining a group and talking to them on Facebook or just adding new people from Instagram, whatever, that's going to turn into conversations down the road because they're going to follow you. So three to five new people every single day is a great way to build that, I'm not going to say warm or cold, but to build that contact list. That's what you want. You want to build a contact list. Whether it's warm market people or cold market people, you should always have a list you're going off of. You need to host a monthly fitness challenge every single month, whether it's you're adding new people to an existing one. You need to take advantage of these awesome programs that we have and get people going on these fitness challenges. You heard people already talk about that. Success Club has to be in there. Okay? You know, Jason's got me by a couple months 
Um, I've got like 45 months now. I think he's like 47. But, you know, can, consistent efforts in the success club builds your business. Success club alone in a 12-month time frame will up your income by about 10 times. So success club has to be in there. Minimum five points a month, but shoot for 10. Return all your messages every single day, whether they're, you know, I understand sometimes people go on vacations and you can get inundated, but try your best to return messages, whether it's Facebook, emails. Return your messages. That goes a long way. Um, schedule your business hours. Okay, you, taught, you heard Lindsay talk about that earlier. Have time in your day for your beach body business. Treat this like a business. So how do you do that? You tell your husband or your spouse or your kids that this is mommy and daddy's or I need this time to build my business and don't digress from it. Your, your time may be, you know, Rob and I, one of my diamond coaches were talking about that earlier today, your time may be half an hour to an hour, but as time builds and your business builds, you're going to be putting more time into it. So have scheduled business hours. Don't go to bed until your power list is done. What is your power list? It's a list of three to five to ten things that you need to accomplish in your business every single day. What are those three to five to ten things? I can't answer that for you. They're important. What's important to you? Okay, working out better be on there. Meaning those three to five people, you know, create a power list and don't go to bed every single day until that list is done. Work out five to six times a week. I work out six days a week. Plain and simple. Five days I'm doing heavy lifting and, you know, um, resistance. I'm doing cardio three days a week, which means some of those days I'm doubling up. And then on one day in the weekend, I'm doing cardio. So work out six days a week. That's going to lead to success in your business. Drink your Shakeology every single day. Add two to four new coaches to your business every single month. Two to four new coaches. May not seem like a lot. You just heard Jason say he's added five in the last week. Two to four every single month is going to build yourself a very nice team that's going to grow to the size of, you know, mine somewhere in the vicinity of four to 5,000, right along with Lindsay Matway. Jason's 20,000. Those four to five, or those two to three to five people you're meeting every single day and two to four new coaches every single month is going to grow in the course of two to three years to four to 5,000 coaches deep. Trust me, I know it. It's happened to me. Get your coaches on your Getting Started Right call. How many of you know that we do a Getting Started Right call just about every Sunday? It's a public one. It's out there for you to get your new coach going and then do a personal one with them. Find out what your coaches want from this business right from the get-go. Jason talked about this a brief for a brief minute, but it's so important, whether you're a new coach or a veteran coach, that you take a look deep in your downline. It may not be so deep if you're a newer coach, and it may be a little bit deeper if you're a year old or a couple-year coach, but look deep into your downline. Me and Rob talked about this earlier today. And help any coach down below you that wants help, anybody. You're going to find those people on the team pages. You're going to find them in the getting started right calls you're going to be listening to and getting your coaches on. But get those people the help that they need because those coaches below you represent team volume. Team volume represents cycle bonuses. Cycle bonuses represent a whole lot for your business over the course of two to three years. So work with any coach below you. Don't hesitate. That's just so important. Do your personal development. A lot of you probably slacked on that. Personal development is like showering you don't shower every day, you stink. You need to be doing personal development on a daily basis. It keeps you fresh, it keeps you motivated, and it keeps you moving north in your business. Find out what your new coach's whys are, their goals are, and help them set up a plan of action to get those. 
okay? Try, try to talk to your coaches that want to build their business at least one time, if not twice a week, live. Live could be a Zoom call. It could be some text messaging back and forth. It could be a quick call. But the coaches that want to build a business, you should be interacting with them one to two times a week. I don't do that enough with some of my coaches just because of how busy it's gotten, how busy they've gotten. But I almost always talk to my personally sponsored coaches, whether it's some text messages, at least once a week to keep them, you know, in line. Coach basics groups. These are so important, and a lot of you don't know that. Jason runs them. I run them. Lindsay runs them. All of your upline leaders are running coach basics groups. I have a new one starting for anybody that's interested, and I'm opening it up to, you know, wanting to be part of it. We have a new one starting next Monday. Whether you have new coaches or you are a coach yourself and needs to be reignited, need to learn the, the vital behaviors to make you successful, you need to get involved and get your coaches involved in these coach basics groups. They're out there to help you grow. Um, grow your Facebook friends by 20 to 30 people every single week. How do you find those 20 to 30 people? You get yourself involved in some passion groups. You guys have heard me talk about this at nauseum, but I'm a big fan of Michigan State, Disney World, Lincoln Park. I'm posting a lot of these groups every single day and meeting new people and adding 20 to 30 new people every single week. Add them. Instagram is a good way to do that. Put this opportunity in front of five people every single week. How many of you did not know or know that we do a coach opportunity call just about every Tuesday night? Myself and Lindsay Weiss have been doing them. Lindsay's awesome with it. I've gotten pretty good over the years at getting the people that you bring on those calls to become coaches. You don't need to present it and know everything. Get them on our calls. You're not, you guys are not utilizing that call. should be presenting this to five new people every single week. Um, trying to find here with some more things. Personal development, track your progress, okay? How many of you are using the, the coach, um, you know, the business activity tracker? Ron Bradley put, is putting together a great electronic version of that that can be sent to your upline, kind of in development. But you should be tracking your progress. You should be tracking what you're doing. Are you tracking, you know, that you're talking to the people? Are you writing down the things that you're doing every single week to keep yourself on track? Some of you may need, you know, in time, um, to be looking at an assistant, you know, Jason's kind of got me thinking about this a lot as of late, but how much is your time worth? Um, one of our downline coaches, Tina Sparks, you know, she basically elances a lot of the things that she does out because her time is better spent doing these other things that I mentioned earlier, recruiting, finding new people, you know, meeting new people on Facebook. So a lot of the things that you may do could be very easily elanced out by somebody on elance.com. You can hire somebody for 25 bucks to do some very meaty, you know, uh, remedial tasks for you that free you up to do other things. So consider doing that. You know, I actually use my daughter quite a bit, um, pay her a little wage, and she does a lot of the little things for me to free me up to do other things. So, you know, how much is your time worth? Um, you're getting enough sleep every night, you know, because you've you got a lot of things to do, whether it's your day job and your beach body business. Get yourself good seven, eight hours of sleep a night. Read, te- read those 10 pages, get yourself sleepy. Listen to the National Wake-Up Call every single week. National Wake-Up Call is out there for you in live or a, a uh, recorded version. Jump on this call every single week. Utilize our Tuesday and Sunday calls every single week. Get yourself involved. Treat this like a business, and it will grow like a business. Guys, those are just some, you know, some tips. You, know, you need to make sure that you're, you're getting to your Super Saturdays. The Super Saturdays every quarter is a great way for you to 
get the information, interact with fellow coaches in your area. Um, you know, it just so happens that we have one this coming Saturday. We still have over 100 people on the line, and I expect 100 of you to be at a Super Saturday or a Super Sunday. But getting to those events, whether they are close events like that, getting to Summit, I expect all of you to be attending Summit this year. You want to grow your business, you're going to go to Summit. I've, also ta- I've often talked about 2009 or 10 when my, my first summit is where things really opened up for me and I got the big vision. If you're still wondering about this and how to build it, get to Summit. It will clear everything up for you. You'll understand what we are and how we, um, you know, how we are going to be around for a long period of time and how this is going to grow for you by getting to Summit. Um, guys, that's it. That's all I got. You know, uh, a little couple minor more tips are to try to post a video a couple times a week. Videos are very powerful. It gives you gives people an extra glimpse into who you are and what you stand for. Um, you know, regarding your Facebook posts, you should be posting about 80% of your posts should be about your life. Maybe your fitness can be your life. But 20% of your posts should be specifically about being a Beachbody coach. Don't inundate your page with all Beachbody stuff or people are going to turn you off. You gotta If you're going to post 100%, about 80% should be you your life, your family, your passions, and 20% should be about health and fitness. The last couple of weeks I've been on vacation, uh, been following the Michigan State Spartans run, you know, so I've actually been slacking a little bit on my fitness posts, and I'm getting ready to get back into it with today I had a few posts. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking a break at times, but just make sure you're cognizant of the fact that this is January and this is time to get back into it. With that being said, um, I'm going to open it up for any questions that anybody has. We still have quite a few people on the line. I'm going to unmute the lines and see what we got for questions, gang. You know, hopefully this helps you guys get yourself off on a on a good foot, you know, into 2014. Um, but let's see what questions we got out there. Let me unmute the lines and see who's willing to, to uh, ask any questions before we close things up. I want to close things up talking about Super Saturday and a little bit about the upcoming trip. Hey, Jeff, quick question from Pete. Hey, Pete, go ahead, buddy. It's us, please. Oh, I think Julie in the Nagama group, uh, she brought you the idea of maybe having, uh, let's say, three accountability partners on a team. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that if you saw that post the other day. Um, I didn't see that. It doesn't surprise me. I'm several posts behind Pete. So you're talking about, like, a set of a success partner. You're talking about, like, an accountability group or where a few people meet. Well, yeah, three people. Like instead of just having one, maybe like have two. Like so, you know, I, so I report to two people every day. Okay, so I mean, here's my thoughts on that. And Lindsay and Jason, give me your thoughts too. Accountability partners, success partners, I think are crucial in this business. I have several people that I talk to um, weekly, and I have other people I talk to occasionally that keep me motivated and 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 um, you know on. Um, have I participated in accountability groups before? Absolutely. Do they generally last? It's tough because you're getting multiple schedules together. And I'll give a great example. I got great relationship with Julie Borges and Chris Reed. We were doing this for a while, but because the group got, you know, besides a three, it gets to be much more cumbersome getting schedules together, Pete. Um, if you can find two people that you have a regular opportunity to meet on a weekly basis, yes, I think the more the merrier to bounce people off of. But sometimes logistics get in the way when you get a bigger group together. 
when you have an individual success partner, like I, you know, like for instance, me and Mindy Wender talk every single Monday morning at 8 a.m. Um, and then we talk several times throughout the week, just through text messages and such, or some, you know, some um, um, walkie-talkie type messages on the on the iPhone. But we have that time that it just works out because it's only two of us, one two that has to, to commit to that. Sometimes it becomes difficult when you have multiple people getting together. Not to say it can't be done, Pete, and I'm not discouraging that. But like I said, it's just sometimes logistically tougher. It may start out well, but kind of fall off. If you have the ability to keep find two people that are willing to talk all all the time on a weekly basis, go for it. Lindsay, what's your thoughts on it? And um, accountability partners. Accountability, not accountability partners, but a group of them, like all all talking at one time, three, two, three, four of them. Um. Okay, so I I think I'm gonna go in a direction. So how I want to answer that is I. Uh, Janelle Summers came up with this great idea that um, she shared with us. Uh, they were called push groups, and it would help push you to your next rank. And so, in my opinion, that's like an accountability group. If that's kind of what you're asking about. Um, I will tell you that the those who want to be challenged and want to be um, shoved outside of their comfort zone took really well to that, and um, that does play a role in why I jumped from, in like a year, I think I went from a one-star to um, I now have like, there's 11 diamonds on my team, um, yeah. and they all participated, and then, so... I've had good experiences with them. We're we're now doing we're even doing something with nutrition for just for uh you know people like to have somebody hold them accountable to their nutrition. Especially coaches sometimes can get lost. So I've had some pretty good experience with it. Um, yeah, I you know, and I do have a success partner, so I have that kind of experience with the one-on-one accountability as well. I, I say it's good all around. <laughs> Awesome. Does that help you, Pete? Uh, yeah, appreciate it, guys. Awesome. What other questions we got, gang? Still got quite a few people on. Any other questions? I don't see anything else posted on the page either. Wow. Melissa, you're out there. Did that answer your question? I'm not sure if Melissa's still on. Hopefully she is. Oh, sorry. There's sorry. Me. Out there, Melissa? Melissa Leto? No, Melissa. Hold on here. Yeah, sorry, guys. I was on mute. There you are. There I Did am. that answer your question regarding the warm and cold markets? Yes, it did, definitely. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily even use that terminology anymore because, to me, my whole goal is to get to know three to five new people every single day. You know, that comes to about 25 to 35 people a week, whether it's through social media, Instagram, at the gym, the grocery store like Jason talked about. And my goal is to make everybody, you know, uh, someone that I get to talk to and get to know. That's the goal, you know. 
yes, as a brand new coach, you always start from your warm market, the people that you know, your Facebook list at the time. But over the course of the next couple of years, Melissa, and I know you're going to really do well in this business. I can just tell by your demeanor and the things that you talk about and your posts. Your Facebook friends list is going to grow to the maximum 5,000. And a lot of those people are going to be um, from people that you've met over the last four years. So that's the goal is continue to add to that that group of people that you talk to. Actually, one more question about Facebook. So I hope that helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. Thank you so much. Good, good, good. And keep asking questions. That's how you're going to grow in this business, Melissa. Keep going. Keep doing that. Okay. Awesome. Somebody else have a question? Oh, one one more if there's still room. But go ahead. Up. Yeah, actually, the other day, um, in about two hours, I I added three people on friend request, and then I got a warning about Facebook jail. Well, like, how many people? Facebook jail is funny, and what you have to understand about Facebook jail, it's not a real person. Okay, it's a computer. It's a logarithm that Facebook runs to look for activity. Um, that's out of the ordinary for you. So if you don't add a lot of friends, Pete, on a regular basis, and all of a sudden you got three to five in one day, you might get that warning. If you're consistently meeting new people and having them add you and Facebook friends are coming in and out all the time, you don't typically get that. But they do say, Pete, that you're not working your business hard enough unless you've been put in Facebook jail. I've been personally been put on parole two or three times. So, oh, really? Not a bad thing to be pers- you know, put in Facebook jail. That means you're probably exhibiting the correct behaviors. But Facebook has logarithms that change all the time based on activity. Um, so you've got to be careful with it. The reality of it is, is I personally will talk to a lot of people in groups, and I'll ask them to add me. That's just kind of what I've been using quite a bit to keep myself out of Facebook jail. If you interact with people in other groups and, you know, rather it's a passion group like I talked about, for instance, you know, um, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people since my Spartans won the Rose Bowl, and it's just it's interaction, but I've always stuck to my, you know, my principle. I've always said, hey, why don't you add me on my Facebook page? We can talk more about Sparty over there, and, you know, if you have a question about Beachbody like they've been asking me, you can add me over there. So I've always kept myself out of jail by having people add me most of the time. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing the same thing in, in my Rangers groups, and I actually did infiltrate a couple of Detroit Red Wing groups. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So, but just, you know, Facebook jail is funny. It's a funny thing. We've all been put in there. And um, just keep in mind that it's not necessarily a person that's monitoring you. It's a computer. That's all it is. Right. So, I mean, I, I got a warning about that. I didn't get put in jail, but. Yeah. So, but thank you. Cool. Any other questions, gang? Okay, cool. We are going on 90 minutes, and I do have another call here coming up, but I wanted to close out by talking about a couple things. First things first, a lot of you have noticed that the trip um, for 2015 has been announced. It is the Success Club trip 2015. It is Cancun, Mexico. I've had a lot of people ask questions about who can go to this, Um, Guys, anybody can go on this trip, okay? What you have to understand is there are registration windows right now, and it's kind of like last year to a certain degree. You can register now to fill up and get yourself a room. If you don't do anything in your business at all over the next year, you're going to basically pay um, a couple hundred bucks 
I think 250 bucks, something like that, four times over the next year to pay for this $1,000 trip. Okay, it's $1,000 basically to go to Cancun and have all-inclusive food and drink and have a lot of fun for five, five nights, I think six days. And it's a pretty cheap vacation if you want to go that route. Or you can register for the trip and over the course of the next year work your business really hard earning resort dollars and every single quarter, those resort dollars you earn through success points and building your business gets deducted from that payment. The cruise, for instance, for me, um, was basically a free cruise for the $950 room that you get as the cruise. I upgraded, so I paid a little bit more for that, which the cruise dollars don't cover. But because I worked my business, because Jason worked his business, because Lindsay worked her business, we got the cruise basically for what it, it was free because we worked and we, were, we got cruise dollars. It's the same principle. You're going to get resort dollars. So to answer your question to everybody who's asked me, and I'm sure, Lindsay, you've gotten some, and Jason too, starting on Saturday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday night, the registration for the Cancun trip opens to everybody. So you can go to, I'm not sure what the link is right now, it's in your back office, you can go there Saturday night. You can register for it, and over the next year, work your business hard. So those four quarterly payments that go that 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 will get hit in April, July, October, and January next year, when those hit, maybe they're nothing because you've earned so many resort dollars from success points for building your business. You know, maybe you pay for that cruise much earlier, and the last two ones don't even come up for you. It's just I'm telling you guys, you work your business, you earn those resort dollars, and that trip becomes free. But anybody can register for it. They kind of went away from qualifying for the trip to opening it up to everybody, which has some good points and bad points. Um, but, you know, you can register this coming Saturday. Uh, There's going to be a lot more availability than I, I believe than the crews had. So, you know, I don't think it's going to sell out as quickly, but I do think it will over the next month or two. So get in there if you want to go. It's a great vacation. It's a great time to meet other coaches and have a good time on Beachbody. Lindsay and Jason, anything I'm missing on that? No, I mean, I think it will sell out quick. Um, <clears throat> if this is something you want to go to, go to it. And it's exactly what I talked about at the, at the beginning of this call. It's like if you want to do Success Club 5, right? Well, it's like I want to do this thing called Success Club 5, but it's like now I have an emotional reason, you know, and it's this free crib to um, – free trip to Cancun, you know, with my girlfriend and my boyfriend or whatever. But you tie that emotional reason to why you're working the businesses every day and why you want to get successful five. And at the, end of the, at the end of the year, it's free. Now, I think for a lot of people looking off, you know, a year next April seems like it's too far away. But that's how you get progress with anything is, like, little by little by little. And then before you know it, like this cruise, it's like two months, we're all going on this cruise that, um, you know, we kind of forgot about, but just by doing our business little by little. So I like it. Absolutely. And, you know, Jason and I and Lindsay and a lot of you guys on this call will be on that cruise with us. And it was because we worked our business hard. And some of you worked it to the point where some of it was covered. A lot of you worked to the point where a lot of, all of it was covered. It's because you worked your business. And I love that idea of tying it to an emotional reason. Emotional reason is maybe you want to take somebody on a vacation that you couldn't afford. This is your way to do it for free by working your business. That's, that's how I started. Yeah. It was the Bahamas, the Atlantis, and um, my husband, we were selling our house to get a new one, and he was like, all money, got to save, got to save, got to save, 
no trip this year, no vacation. And I was like, I'll show you no vacation. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just jumped and I went after the points. And, like, we um, were, we had to sign a coach every month back then for Success Club. And it just, mm-hmm. I flipped the diamond so fast. And it just kept, the checks just kept getting bigger and bigger. So, yeah. So I would encourage a lot of you to sign up for the Cancun trip and watch what happens to your business over the next year. That's a great point Lindsay made. She wanted to do it because her husband said we couldn't go on a trip. She wanted to go on vacation, damn it. What she probably didn't figure was her team was going to grow so big, and it did. No, I didn't. Because <laughs> at that time, you had to sign a coach every single month as part of Success Club, and she yeah. got at least 12, I guarantee you that. Oh, yeah. So, and probably a lot more. I think of that year I signed like 30. So yeah. it's crazy, you know, but your business builds when you commit to these trips. So do it. It, that's that's all I got to say on success on success club. Um, last thing before we before we tune out, you want to take this 2014 theme to the next level. Get to a super Saturday, okay? Please get to a super Saturday. The list is listed in the back office. I don't care if you're on this call from from North Dakota. Um, there's events in every state now, okay? So the 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 super Saturdays are out there. Obviously, they're more plentiful in some states, but there's a Super Saturday in every state. You can find one. You can get to one. And a lot of coaches are are streaming them over the Internet if you're just way too far or the weather's going to be bad in your area. But get to a Super Saturday. You know, shameless plug, I'm putting one on in Frankenmuth, Michigan here. Uh, we generally get 100, 125 people. It's a great opportunity. If you're local, you want to come meet myself and some of the other great coaches in Michigan, Jason's going to one in where, San Diego? No, I'm just going to the Tracy Moore one in San Dimas uh, from that yeah. old movie. <laughs> cool. So he's going to one out in California, you know, out there. Lindsay, I'm, I imagine you're probably posting one or going to one in Chicago. I am speaking at Chicago, yes. Yes. So, you know, all, all of us have committed to one. And it's part of the reason why our business is built because we do those little commitments. We do those things we need to do every single you know, quarter. So get to a Super Saturday. The list is out there. Hopefully I'll see a lot of you at some of mine if you're local. If you're not, get to a Super Saturday. There's no excuses. Yeah, let me let me touch upon that for a second. Um, one of the best books you can read to do this business is GoPro. I know people have talked about a lot of other books, but I would recommend everybody new in this business to read GoPro. It'll tell you how to get to our level in two, three years. You know, it sounds something that builds overnight, but you can do it in two, three years with this book. And one of the best pieces of advice of that whole book, and I read it over and over and over, is that if you want a successful business, it's go to the event. So I know Jeff says, you know, listen to the event online if you can. No, go to it. Because the statistics show is that every time you go to an event, your income will double over all the other people that aren't there. So it's like you go to an event right now and you have the average income. You go to the next event and your income is twice what everybody else is in the room. You go to the next event, your income is four times, you know, what everybody else is in the room. And that's from consistency, you know, and it's from the connections that you make. But it's it's an honest fact, you know, and it's like I, the reason that my income is so high, you can attest this from my, all my work, but I've been going to all these meetings for the last six years. And it's totally true and commensurate with what GoPro says. It's like staying power, choosing to be in this business is what creates success. 
the long-term strategy, the turtis beating the hare. And so it's like that's why you want to be there. You want to make the connections. You want to take pictures with everybody you meet, and then you never know is next month that guy wins the fitness award, and now, like, you um, are credible because you hung out with them. So get to the event. Don't make an excuse. Absolutely. Getting to an event such important. And, guys, you're going to meet somebody new. You're going to meet somebody that might be your success partner. It just really may change your whole view of this business. Mike Christian. Jason. Yeah. I heard, I heard Jason. Go ahead. I was just going to ask Jason a question. Go ahead. I just want to know, are you going to Danny Johnson next weekend? Um, There's one out here. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've kind of had my fill of Danny Johnson, but, you know, because it's close, I'm sure my girlfriend will want to go, and so you'll probably see me over. Who is this? Lindsay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, hopefully I'll see you out there. There's like 10-plus of my team headed out there to L.A. for the weekend. So. Yeah. Well, if nothing else, it would be good to go. And i tell you what, if I don't go to the event, just like let's try to coordinate and we'll do a dinner one of those nights, you know, after you guys get done. Okay, cool. Mike Christian, you out there? Kind of swore I unmuted you, man. Um, let me try it again. Uh, just for people that are interested, if you want to sign up for the Success Club Cruise, I know Justin looking at your back office, but my Facebook uh, cover picture gives you a link to sign up for the cruise, and then the first thing on my wall is where you know, um, I signed up for the cruise, and I think further down on the page it talks about um, where I'm going to Super Saturday, and it's got the link there. So if you follow just looking on my page, You'll find the links to all these events that he's talking about. And uh, if we're not already friends and you're on this call, then you're on our team. Like, I want to be your friend. I've got limited spots available. But just send me an email and says, hey, I'm a Fit Union member. Um, add me, and, and we will. Sweet. Mike, try it again. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Nice. I'm automatically muted every time, it seems like. I don't know why. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Melissa Palmieri. She's kicking ass right now. Um, she, uh, it's her first uh, full month as a coach. She hit Emerald and Success Club, so she's uh, her first month qualified for success starters. She already has her goal set for Ruby. Um, I think she's going to surpass it pretty quick. Uh, she's, uh, she's had a lot of setbacks and just didn't let anything hold her back. Um, yeah, I just... It was amazing seeing some of the disappointment that hit her and just rolled right off her. So it's just been awesome. I'm really proud of her. That's awesome. That's hey, um, either either Mike or you, Jeff, just touch upon what the success starter does for folks because I know it's a new year and everybody has this opportunity. If you're new to the team, like look at what this can uh, accomplish for you. Yeah, Mike, you've been really close to it. So give us a little rundown of what success starters is. Uh, well, basically, a new coach that gets in that hits um, Success Club their first couple months in the business, it's the first uh, three months. If you get in at, like, the end of a month or I don't remember the exact qualification of the time frame, but they don't always include, like, the first month. Like, uh, for instance, she had signed up um, sometime, I believe, in December, um, but they considered this, like, her first month. So... Uh, as long as she hits it the next two months in a row, which she hit Emerald, then she already has her six points. 
So she hit Success Club, and you have to be Emerald to hit Success Club. She hit Emerald today, so she has to Success Club the next two months in a row, which would uh, qualify her for a free uh, ticket to Summit. Yep. So I think that, that goes that goes in line with what Lindsay said. You know, if you want a free vacation and you want to get out there and meet your favorite trainers, it's like all you have to do is join this business, enroll two and a half new coaches a month. Lindsay tells you the success that happens if you get one coach every month, and now you've got like this free uh, trip. I mean, you still have to pay airfare, and you can share a room with somebody if you have to. But um, a really great incentive for coaches to get started right off the bat. And then, like Jeff says, once you do Success Club, you know, before you know it, it's 45 months in a row, and you're a star diamond coach. So really, really important and a great reason to get going right off the bat. Absolutely. Congratulations, Melissa. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. We went 90 minutes. Welcome back to 2014. We will be back next week. We're probably going to have a guest speaker. We've got a couple people I've been working with. And we will uh, see you guys on the flip side. Lindsay, Jason, thank you for co-hosting. And we will talk to everybody next week. Night, everybody. Night. Conference muted.